There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Las Culturistas is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Find us and other great podcasts at www.foreverdogpodcasts.com. And if you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, please write us a nice review and give us a five-star rating. Thank you all! Thank you all! Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling! Well, cluck, cluck, cluck. Cluckety cluck, cluck. A couple of chickens walking in this uh, little pen to, feel like to a, cluck it up. I feel like a goddamn chicken. You know why? Why, bitch? Because I feel cooped up. Because you feel cooped up, well, fly open the coop and start half flying out of it. Because, you know, chickens, they don't really fly as much as they flap their wings and but simply uh, float off the ground. For fleeting moments, they can fly. And isn't that kind of wonderful to think... You know, the chicken, they can't possibly have a very, you know, long memory span. No. So they remember lifting off the ground and realizing they can fly, and then surely they forget what's just happened. And there is, of course, the flip side to that, which is the crushing fear, which must be coming to your senses and plummeting to the ground. I Yeah, 100%. I do want to say, and not to play devil's advocate, but there Mm. are some chickens out there. My late grandmother used to run a farm and used to raise chickens, and she was very good at that at, at raising chickens. Mm-hmm. But one rooster pecked her in the ankle, and she bled, and she had a horrible wound. And then, you know what? That night, she killed the chicken. She killed the <gasps> rooster, 
cooked it for dinner, we all ate it. Isn't that beautiful? That's tragical. Tragical. Now, that brings me to a story. Okay. The word tragical brings me to a story. Mm. Tragical is not a word. No. But uh, it might be. I had to pretend it was a word. When I was in high school, I was a lowly bus boy uh-huh. um, at a restaurant called Nikki's on the Bay. Yes. In Bayshore, Long Island, New York. And the boss's daughter. Now, was this the boss that you had sex with on a boat? No, or no. Okay. I had sex with his son. Oh my God. He took my virginity. His name was <laughs> Peter. No! It okay. Was not. Okay. Um, uh, Our guest is. Uh, so, anyway. Shocked. So, uh, yeah. So, this is actually the, the guy who took my virginity's sister. Okay. That was the guy's, the, the, the restaurant's daughter. Yeah, of course. And she was literally always pregnant. From the six years that I worked there as a busboy, or like five or six years, she literally was always pregnant. Never saw her not pregnant. She was like that woman who's always pregnant. Okay. And there had been some like really like terrible news story, and she comes in, we were all talking about it, and she's like, are you talking about this? Oh my God, it's tragical. It is so tragical. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's tragical. And she kept repeating it, almost like... It was like comic the way she kept yeah. repeating it because it was so not a word and right, everyone right, knew right, it. Right, right. Like you would say it's a tragedy or it's tragic, not it's tragical. I mean, here's but a- she kept repeating it and oh boy, it was funny. I do want to just, and I don't mean to correct you. Tragical is in fact a word, no, according to the dictionary. Um, I Tra- mean, what is the definition? It's just like I, how ironical is a word, but you wouldn't really That's use not. it in place. Yes, it, I 100% I guarantee. I mean, is it like how bootylicious is a word? Because no. it became like no, it's not it's a not. thing in pop tea. You guys, um, please, culturistas listeners, chime in because I mean, you can just fact check this. It's pretty discreet. Yeah, mention it in your rate of review. Mention it in your re- <laughs> oh, yeah, mention it in your review, guys. Um, you know what's not tragical. The fact that our guest is here with us tonight. It is not tragical. In fact, it's a triumph. It's a triumph. It's a triumphal. Oh, let's go through the credits, baby. It's a, yeah, let's do it. Okay, and God, you know what? The, the credits... We're talking to you, God. ...are an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> Dear God. Um, here we go. She's got her Comedy Central half hour, September 29th. It's going to be fantastic. Which, guess what? Is like this week. It's this week? Yeah. And you might have seen clips of it on Comedy Central's socials. Um, it's so funny already. I can't wait to, to watch. And uh, her album, she just recorded mm-hmm. uh, at Union Hall for two performances. Wow. Gonna, um, she's, gonna got, really she's got lots of options to cut, cut around. Cut together the best. Not to say that both nights weren't the best. No. But you know what? It's really good to have options. It was the same night, but it was different shows. Even if you're a famous stand-up like Kevin Hart or Amy Schumer. Mm, you need those options, honey. And uh, she's, of course, a phenomenal writer on The Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon. She's um, you've performer, seen, too. Performer. You've seen her star turns as Miss Backup Ohio, <laughs> Betsy, Betsy DeVos. DeVos. I mean, God, run, don't walk. Look those up. So funny. And, of course, she is. Uh, she was the erstwhile host of Dr. Game Show on WFMU, but now it's making a glorious return on Earwolf. We're so excited. It's, it's truly one of the most phantasmical, tragic, non-tragical, triumphal podcast. Non-tragical. Also, you've probably just seen and known our guest from being like true New York like live show icon. Queen of New York. Queen of New York. As Josh Sharp would call her, and she refuses the title, and that's how you know. Guys, please welcome Joe Firestone! Thank you! Ah! Oh, wow. Hi, Joe Joe. This is a joyous moment. I think that was really a build-up. Um, yeah. I just did. I wanted to mention you had a restaurant. I had a restaurant story. Go on. I used to work in a restaurant, and um, 
there was this guy there that was a cook and he was like so gross. The worst. And he was dating the hostess, mm-hmm. but he would like grab us and touch us all the time because the hostess didn't know what was happening in the kitchen. Uh. Oh no. And he was like just like this really bad guy and he always like was he was always drunk and he just like, was a gross guy and um one time he had he was really skinny everywhere except for uh, he had a belly. Oh, oh he God. had skinny yeah, arms, that. skinny mm-hmm. legs, skinny head, skinny neck, big belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what that is? Alcohol. Yeah, well. Oh. <laughs> and so so then one of the one of the waiters was like, Hey man, no, why do you got a skinny body but just like a <laughs> a, a, a big fat belly? And he goes, He's you don't wanna know his comeback? His comeback oh, was no. at midnight. <laughs> This pumpkin turns into a big old dick. <laughs> so the logic there is my stomach turns into a cock, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Ask another question, bitch. I don't know. <laughs> can I don't you, know what can that you imagine the, the Animorphs series ah! spawned off? <laughs> also, midnight, like it's some Cinderella story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At midnight. Wild. At midnight, each night, my belly turns into a dick. That's... Oh, what a zinger. It's possible. <laughs> he really zinged it in for a laugh there. Good for him. Restaurants are gross places. They're really gross. Literally everything about them gross. The people that work there, gross. Gross. The things that happened with the food behind the scenes, oh, gross. It's so oh. gross. I remember I, when I was a caterer, I used to eat the, <laughs> eat the, the, the people's wedding nights, and I was acting like a rat, you know, just... <laughs> Shoveling any kind of hot hors d'oeuvres. Hot hors d'oeuvres. But you know what? Weddings, I'm going to say, pretty hit or miss with the food. Oh, they're always miss. When have you had a hit? I'm going to say, and she might be listening to this. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was going to say my sister's (gasps) wedding. Oh, shit. Some of the hors d'oeuvres were, I was a little underwhelmed, but then the entrees were, the the, the main courses were delicious. See, I feel like it's the opposite most of the time. Oh, okay. Hors d'oeuvres, that's where they really put care into it. And the (laughs) entree, it's just a slop bucket. It's just a slop bucket. Okay. You know what always crushes it for me? The cocktail party when the girls and the guys are walking around with the trays. Oh, and they yeah. like they're like little hot meatball, <laughs> yeah, and you're like absolute, <laughs> and they're like little pig in a blanket, and you're like one hundred p, like always nailing it with like the things that are being carried around on trays, and then when you sit down, people always fail to keep it simple, and this is so funny because it's actually rule number thirty eight of culture, which is keep, keep, at w- weddings keep, keep it simple. simple. Okay, the problem is, though, that by the time you sit down at a wedding, you've eaten, like, six, the equivalent of six hot dogs. Yeah, That's true. But here's the thing. Always it's like, would you like the boulebase or the fucking steak a la carte or whatever? Yeah. It's never like, keep it simple. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is, you gotta do your chicken or fish. That's it, bitch. I I know. That's why, you know what? I will defend airplane food till the day I fucking die no, in what sense because it's that. they keep it simple no they don't and they keep it fresh no they don't they <laughs> what airline it. are you flying i want to bump up to that honestly you guys honest to goodness and we're speaking to god right now uh-huh. this is for you god korean airlines they have beep make your own beeping box. no they don't make where do you make it they give you a <laughs> bowl of rice no they don't they give you the toppings and the sauces and the, and the gochujang and you mix it yourself and it's like a fucking chipotle burrito bowl in the sky baby no. and it's delicious korean airlines go to korea okay. well okay so let me walk this back they give you the ingredients that you're to use it's like make your own meal and yeah you don't have to put everything in it you, oh i guess that's true that's true and and i will always love a disgusting beef 
meal in, a, in an aluminum tray <laughs> on an airplane. See, I don't know. I feel like I'm at war. Honestly, maybe it's just because I've literally never been served real food on an airplane. Oh, man. You know, I, sometimes they do make it hot. That's what I'm saying. I like the hot food. It's so hot to the point where it's not supposed to be eaten yet, but you eat it because your senses are off because you're in the sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You get that, like, your brain starts to melt, and you're like, I eat this. Mm. I, yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, you're, like, people in the in the airports at, like, four in the morning, they'll be eating, like, a pizza. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, like, why are you eating that? Why are you eating combos and at four They're in like, the mo- I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's breakfast. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. What's the longest flight you've been on? I don't know. I don't go on long. I don't know if I've been on a long flight. Have you been to Europe ever? Yeah, I guess I've been to Europe. Well, I would consider that. Must, That's must, be, the must be Europe. Must be must Europe. Be Europe. <laughs> must be must Europe. Must be Europe. I gotta say, uh, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> ten hours. That's ten hours. That was when we went to uh, what was that, babe? Uh, oh. Right, France. Right, oh, France. It was France. Yeah, I'm not saying it the cool way. France or whatever. <laughs> France is why I say it. <laughs> I used to when I was a caterer. I used to. Um, serve these things that were very popular um, and they didn't realize, I guess they didn't realize, but they named them chicken blue balls <laughs> and it was like a chicken cordon bleu bite. But, oh my god. Chicken, chicken blue, blue balls. Let me tell you something. They knew. <laughs> they, they knew, John. <laughs> Don't give them that. Now, I want to ask, because I feel like your catering past life is so woven into your tapestry into your history, Joe. Oh, please don't say And that. so, tell us, would you ever <laughs> consider revisiting it in a show? Never, never. No. Okay, all right. Well, that's, a that's show? All. I'm just, like, party like, down? Like, would you no, 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 no. create yeah. a, a one, show? A show around... A one-woman show? No, not, no, no. Oh, don't <laughs> like do a one-woman show. Like Jesse Tyler Ferguson did? Well, well no, I mean... <laughs> 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 but Joe is so inventive with her show premises. Oh, no, we can't do a catering show. I, re- I remember <laughs> one time I got a text. Uh, I was at a catering job, and I hated catering so much because mm-hmm. they always put me on bathroom duty. Ugh. What? what? Just because of my personality. <laughs> What's <laughs> bathroom duty at a catering job? Cleaning them up. No. Because no. so, of your personality. Yes. Wait, what, do they, what does that mean? Weak. The, they find the weak people, and they say, do the worst thing. And you go, oh, uh, 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 okay. <laughs> But that, listen, they. the thing is about catering, I remember one time I got a text. No, I got a Facebook message, and it was, hey, it was, hey congratulations. And I thought that, I, it wasn't that I tried out for anything or applied for anything, but uh-huh. I thought that, like, I something. had got my big break. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I could just run out of there, like, rip off my uniform, mm-hmm. run out the door. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. And I, I found out it was to someone else. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it wasn't going to be anything. Um, can, are you at liberty to say to who it was meant to go to or from who it was sent? I think it was from this comedian named Tyler, and I forget who it was from. To. I don't have the archives anymore without Facebook. I have I have it delete after two weeks, my text. What? <gasps> yeah. Really? To save room and also, like, to forget. <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, with Bowen? With addresses? Unfortunately, yeah. I that's feel like, fine. But that's probably one of the reasons why I have to sleep and, and save room is because me and her go back and forth. And, <laughs> and let forth me say, and back, honey. And forth and back. Forth and back. Back and forth and forth and back. That's rule number... 70. Yeah. When you text, you better go back, back and, and forth, forth and, and forth and back. back. But no, I was, I was, I almost. <laughs> to and fro for the kids. I almost did that today because I was trying to save up room on my phone and I was like, should I just do that setting? Should I just make the leap? You won't miss the old text. I know because I, I never, I never go back for posterity, you know? Yeah, but maybe you will. But I want to get into this with Joe. Joe, what? I think 
for some reason, your absence on Facebook is the most felt for me. And I'm constantly, okay. as more time, no, stop, let me finish. Okay, okay. I, as, more, as time and time passes, as time passes and passes. Time and as time. time. As passes time. As time passes time. Time and time passes. To and fro. I believe I, 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 I go. <laughs> See, is that a real song? And then I read <laughs> it. It could be. It could be. I go, Joe. As time and time passes. I believe I miss Joe. Oh, I thought it was I believe in Miss Joe. Like she's a fortune teller. <laughs> no, as time and time I'm passes, right, right. I, I believe I miss Joe. Right, 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 right. I'm so sorry. And then the hook is on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook. Hey. Oh, so you rhyme Facebook with Facebook? <laughs> yeah, because let me tell you something about pop music nowadays. It's all so simple. Wait, Keep, it's it so simple. simple. Keep it simple. I had a dream. I was sipping whiskey neat. That's, you, that's all you got to say for a whole song. Oh, you know what? Absolutely. Put a thumping beat under that. I oh. had a dream. I was sipping whiskey neat. What, oh. what literal melody did we oh, just do? I'm sorry, not sorry. Have you heard that one? I yeah, by love Demi Lovato. That song. And I'm sorry, <laughs> not sorry. I love it's that screaming, song. Screaming, screaming yeah. oh. like an eagle. Oh. That's what she does. Screaming eagle, Demi she, Lovato. She gets notes every two hours. That Demi. It's amazing that she can still sing. I. She will. She will. Her. She will shoot out her chords in the next year. You don't think it would have happened already? She had this song on her last album called "For You," mm-hmm. and she. She God and do it. Well, there's just one part. I mean, like the chorus itself is fire, which is nuts. But then, <laughs> but then up to the up to the bridge, she goes fucking insane, and she goes, um, and so it's, the chorus ends with nothing at all. And then in the second time she does the chorus, she ends it with nothing at all. It is stressful no. to listen to. Yeah, it's so no. bad. There was a song. There's a song called Stone Cold that she yes. did live on a Saturday Night Live, and it was like. The, and she's whiffing her tits off like so, so high. And it was like, everyone was like, oh, oh, oh. And Facebook afterwards was, oh, oh. Josh Sharp afterwards was like, oh, Demi. Fuck you. She was screaming her little ass. She was squelching her ass. But I do love Demi, and guess that what? That song is so good. Whenever sorry, I not have, sorry. Yeah. It's really it's good. It's really good, and whenever I have to do something stressful, I listen to Demi. Oh, it's so good. Get me feeling me. so bad. Get me feeling so good. Do you know, like, the beat comes in and out of sorry, not sorry? No, that's not true. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Reveal when this happens. Um, When it's like, uh, the, when the man comes in. Which man? It's like, um, baby, I'm so. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, wait. How's the beginning go? It's like, it's like uh, I look good. Uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, the beginning of the song. It's like feeling uh, baby, baby, I'm a baby, baby, oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, see, now I'm out here looking so good. Oh, that's good. Wait a minute. Yeah, oh! oh, she's right. The beat goes out. Wait a minute. The yeah. beat goes out during wait a minute. Because yeah. he has to say wait a minute. That's so yeah. true, Joe. I'm so sorry. I it's ever doubted okay. you. It's okay. We should never have done that. We should never. We should never have done that. We should never have done that. You never done it. Um, Joe, let's add, we're going to ask you what we ask all of our guests. Yeah, because is, now I'm really interested. I, I've, I've always been interested. I wasn't before. <laughs> I've always been interested in Joe's <laughs> cultural upbringing. And Joe, the question we will ask you is, 
What was the culture that made you say culture is for me? I want to step in a cultural direction. <gasps> Truly formative. Okay. Formative. So I wasn't really allowed to watch many movies growing up. Mm. Like we were allowed to rent a movie like once every two weeks. Yes. This and is because we why? Have, we didn't have cable. I don't. My dad just didn't think it was like worth it. Uh, okay. And um, okay. and so we, uh, my brother would always choose Death Becomes Her. Oh, and so I watched God. that over and over again. And then, but I got to go over to my friend Adina's house, and we watched over there. We watched, uh, we alternated between Rocky Horror Picture Show and Blue Lagoon, which is where we saw our first penis. Oh, my God. There's okay. a full penis in it. Blue Lagoon. Is that with Brooke Shields? Yes. <gasps> and Mr. Feeney. And Can Mr. Feeney. Can I tell you something? By the time this episode releases... Tomorrow... So, it, it's not something you guys can come to now, because it'll already happen, have happened when you guys hear this, but... I'm like the sidekick for no. Night Late with Brooke Shields. No. And I've never met Brooke Shields. I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> but you're going to have to like riff off of her. How did... Riff how with did, her. How did she choose you? <laughs> I don't think she did. I think I was suggested no, by did. someone that... She must have. What? No yeah, way. I think she might have chosen you too. She must have. She must have chosen you because she must have... Here's what happened, I bet. Okay, because celebrities, you know, they like to pick. But I think what <laughs> happened is that they, the producers at Night Late were like, you could choose this person, this person, and this person. Here are their videos. Okay. And she was like, I'm in love with Matt Rudge. Because you know she had to feel See? passionately for you to be Yes, like, I All agree. right, well, the first question I'll ask her tomorrow is, <laughs> hi, why me? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be, have you seen my work? Ah! <laughs> I Why me? I think you're going to become best friends. You're going to get free Latisse. Oh my Honestly, God. Latisse. Latisse. <laughs> I will make it my goal to befriend her. I think I can have I will try to get her on the pod. Um, you're going to get her on the pod. Get her on the pod. Oh my God. Can you imagine if we interviewed Brooke Shields? Of Blue Lagoon. Oh my <laughs> God. Spin City? Spin City. Wait, she wasn't. No. She <laughs> <laughs> I oh, need a... What was the show that was like? It was the um, same set. They, yeah. used, they shared the oh, set. Oh God, I really no, should know this. Um, um. It's not. It wasn't news radio. No. No. Um, it was. Oh God, we're um, so off. Okay. It, David Spade was a boss. Just shoot me. Just shoot me. No, she wasn't on that. Oh shoot. Um. Oh God, we're suddenly such bad. Seymour. Suddenly Susan. That's it. Suddenly yeah, Susan. Okay. Yeah. Go go go. I go. mean, Blue Lagoon. Uh, Suddenly, suddenly Susan, Susan. She's Susan. Lipstick Jungle. Lipstick Jungle, oh. of course. Wait, I feel bad because you literally... It feels like fate that you said that because that's literally happening tomorrow, so I had fate. to mention it. I love that that's But happened. anyway, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Please do. Um, But continue. So you would go over and you'd watch Rocky Horror and Blue Lagoon yes. rotationally. Yes. And you would be also frequently watching Death Becomes yes. Her. Yes. And so I watched these movies over and over and over. And yeah. would you like get something out of them every time or was it just like something that just it became so ingrained into your memory no it got something out of it every time every time amazing yeah. what were those things you got out of it uh, like different understandings of what the penis was yes uh -huh. and different understandings of sexuality right because it was just like because I remember it was like at first we were like really afraid of Rocky Horror Picture Show and then we were like yeah. we understand Rocky right. Horror Picture Show yeah. and we're we're you know. So are you <laughs> a kind of person, are you the kind of Rocky Horror person who will go to a screening? Have you been I, to them? I've uh, only been to one screening, but I liked it a lot. I, I like those screenings where people engage. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Did you dress up? <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan of costumes. <laughs> but I, I understand why other people like them. Right. You know what I miss? I miss the room screenings. I feel like they don't yeah, do that anymore. Yeah, they don't do that. They were doing that for a while, like three years ago. Three yeah, years ago. Yeah, they were happening a lot. I, they even did We them. were in college, too. We were in college, and they did them, but they, they I would go freshman 
year. It was very funny. And it was so the first fun. time is always so funny. And then the, the second time you're like, I know what's happening. And the third time you're like, I gotta go. This is yeah, <laughs> it's, you can't. But have you guys heard about the new movie, The Disaster, the disaster Artist, Artist, that James Franco directed? So he plays Tommy Wiseau. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is about oh, to come out. Yeah. And it's apparently it's hilarious. So really? it's a biopic, essentially, of oh Tommy Wiseau and his creating of The Room. Uh, maybe the biopic is the wrong word. It's it's a depiction of the creation of the room. Yeah, yeah. And James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau. Dave Franco plays Greg Sestero, who's like oh, the yes. best friend who's in the yeah. movie. And I think Allison Brie is also in it. Um, who's the hilarious actress who plays the blonde girl in the movie? She also was in um, Brooke Shields. <laughs> Brooke Shields. No, I feel bad. I, I'm I'm gonna find out who, who she is later, and I'll say. Mm-hmm. But she's made uh, really Ari Grainer. Oh, okay. Ari Grainer. Um, and uh, like uh, lots of cameos too. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. Um, they gotta good, have cameos. Good, 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 but good. It, apparently, it, it just premiered at like, I guess the Toronto International Film Festival. Toronto and, like, just happened. It, it was like a huge <laughs> hit. Like everyone thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. I can't wait to see it. Um, but I just 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 to get back to Joe's culture. Mm. Um, yes. now has this informed how how would you say this has informed you now as an adult? Um, and an adult. And an, and an adult. And an adult. Um, and an adult. I don't. I. I think that I like. Um, I used to. You know, another culture. I used to really enjoy. Uh, I used to want to. Um, I used to want to own a candy shop. Mm. That's what I wanted to do when I grew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either that or celebrity uh, psychiatrist. <laughs> and um, I was. Uh, I. I. I realized I just wanted to do something that was like, uh, like frivolous and like didn't. Yeah. A candy does kind of hurt people, but I just wanted to do something that was like made people feel good in this yeah. little room. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of what I try to do now, even though sometimes I get a little angrier now. I think stand-up comedy has brought out an edge in me that makes me hateful and uh, scared of people. No, it rounds you out, I would say. It rounds out the other facets of your personality. Maybe. Because, hey. because you know, you balance out the, the joy-making in a small room with the hatefulness. I guess so. I do uh, find it's made me become a ba- bad person. No. I've never seen you ever once be hateful or angry. I agree. I, th- I have. I think I, you've. I see. I've seen you get flustered. I got, I've never even seen you get flustered. No, oh, I'm always flustered. I'm flustered oh right God. now. But I, I, <laughs> I was. I like. I was at a show in L.A. and I. I was in L.A. and um, <laughs> I uh, I was saying a joke and it was like a sex joke and nobody was laughing, uh, and I was like, I said the words. What are y'all virgins? <laughs> and I thought, what's happened to me? What and you believe you believed that you should say that in the moment. In the moment, I was like, I know what'll get them. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell is what? What if they are virgins? That you know, is like funny, maybe though. they're waiting for something. Yeah. What if it's a religious group coming in wanting to see comedy for the first time? They sit in the front row, and I said, "What are y'all virgins?" <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah." <laughs> We are. We're just, waiting for the love of our life, I Joe. I think it just made me turn into a, a bad person. Do you think comedy's made you guys bad people? Yes. Um, I think it's uh, exposed me to um, horrors. <laughs> I've, I've, I, yeah. If anything, a comedy has just flipped, um, flipped my own underbelly, uh, you know, yeah. up. So I yeah, s- I'm seeing parts of myself I don't like. Yeah, maybe it's not that it's like turning you bad, but it sh- exposes. It's like when you lift up that, like, the drain, you know, cover, and you're like, oh, my God, that's where the animals live. Right. (laughs) There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly 
bubbly burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Well, I guess to be totally (laughs) serious about it, it's like, 
what's funny is like the truth and the truth is not always like a cool thing yes. to find out about yourself or other people and stuff like that and I would imagine like working in late night right now is frustrating because you have to react to a lot of truth and truth is bad so, so much truth the truth right now is bad I know there's like only one news story every day that's like whale escapes from zoo <laughs> and it's like the rest of it is horrifying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and even the whale escaping from the zoo could have dire consequences. Right, right. I mean, what's the whale's state of mind? Right. Who's around? Where did it escape to? Right. Like, did it escape to someplace worse? Right. There's so many questions. Like, uh, right? There's no. There's not. There. I mean, maybe there was never fun news. Maybe there was never ever fun news. That's a. That actually is comforting. No. I remember as a kid. <laughs> as a kid, when I I I would watch the news, they'd be like. Um, nothing like no crime, but blah 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 blah, and then they'd be like, "Oh, just so you know, there's razors in your soup and in your noodles and in your cookies." And it's like, "Oh, just like even if there isn't something to be afraid of, the news will be like, there's something to be afraid." Of. But right now, there is. It but even even scary. razors in your soup is like, "Oh, I'll take that." I know. I'd rather take that for sure. Can I I'd just... rather there be a guarantee that if you order a soup, there's a razor <laughs> than have Trump. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah, rather yeah, yeah. have yes. razor-filled soup. Oh, for sure. <laughs> For yeah. all of eternity. Can I say something? And this is yes. A, this, is, this is a Joe memory. And um, I feel like, you know, years from now we'll remember the people we were with uh, the day of the election, the day after the election. And I would extend that to the week of the election. Mm -hmm. And the week of the election, I was supposed to, I, I went on Joe's, uh, uh, now uh, May She Rest, uh, sh her show, uh, Dedications on WMF at WFMU. Mm -hmm. It was it was a very fun. I was very excited to do it, and then this, and then on November eighth, November 9th, Trump got elected. But I was still still supposed to go in the following week, um, and Joe um, was just like, "Hey, I, it's just going to be really, it's going to be really rough, but come in anyway. I think I'm going to make this show all Celine Dion songs." And I was like, "You know what? This is." It was one of the first uplifting. It was one of the first moments in the week, or in the aftermath, that I was like, "Okay." There are still these little touchstones like Celine, like Joe, like her like dedications. And so we went on. We did yeah. we did all Celine songs. People called in. Um a couple people, I think Justin Linville called in and was like genuinely scared about what the election meant. Mm -hmm. And we and Joe and I just had to be like had to like toe the line between being like fun and silly and talking about silly things, but also like, oh, but the world is really bad. And that was just like freshly like the world is bad. And like I feel like now, like whenever someone says that, it's like, yeah, of course it is. But back then yeah, <laughs> mid mid November was like a cool novel thing to say, but anyway. So that's not but Joe that's, was Joe was the beacon, and Celine was on. the beacon. This, that's not was... how I would have handled that. Okay, I would have said to that person calling in, scared. I would have said, "Well, that's not what this fucking show is. <laughs> we're, we're picking our favorite Celine Dion songs." So okay. I'm sorry that you're scared. Um, Especially <laughs> if it's a member of the comedy community, you'll see again. Yeah, it's just like I'm sorry that you're uh, afraid. I mean, this is not what the show is, and we do have a. We're gonna, you know, we don't have so much time, so Justin, I don't know. Oh man! But here's a question. No, sorry, kisses, you know kisses to Justin. Did you guys hear that Justin once flew to? <sighs> he flew to the Dallas Fort Worth airport because he was craving Whataburger, which is a which is a burger chain in the South. You gotta be kidding! And but he gets free flights because his mother works for uh, one of the airlines, and so he gets free flights, and he was. Really craving Whataburger. And Joe, Joe told me this story, and it sh was shocking. He flew back the same, the same day. The same day after the meal. My dad once, we were, we were, we were in an, um, we were in a uh, all-you-can-eat seafood restaurant outside of Orlando where you could have uh, all-you-can-eat lobster tails. And we were having such a good time that my dad said, you know what? 
It's almost worth it to fly here for this and fly back. No, it's no. almost worth it. And he was fully convinced. We never did it, but I was like, He's wanted to it. really push him on it. I was like, yeah, if you say, let's fucking do it. Wait, is your let's come down next Thursday night. Oh my God. Is your dad as good energy as you? He's he's good energy. He's, Rich is good energy. Um, he is, I would say, uh, the better energy is my mother. Uh-huh. They're both good energy. But my dad's good energy, I would say my dad can, his, his, his like temper and frustrations can act up in a way that my mother's do not. Sure. My mother has like, I think out of the 365 days a year, I think she's got, has like four or five bad days. Whoa. She, she's a very kind of resilient, positive person. Oh. And my dad, I see get like frustrated and his temper gets the better of him uh, m- more than my mother. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But, but he is j- eight out of 10 days or, you know, nine out of 10 days in a good mood, I uh-huh. think. But, like, there's moments during the day where it's like, what do you mean this is happening? That's ridiculous. Um, He came up to me one time and said, uh, I'm not going to do his voice. He goes, uh, Bowen, <laughs> um, your Instagram is really is really something else. You're out of your goddamn mind. And I was like, <laughs> You're out of your you. goddamn mind. <laughs> That's exactly how he said it. One time he saw, my, he saw our friend Dave Mazzoni. And we had just done a promotional picture for Pop Roulette, and on the back of it, you saw Dave's butt. And my dad, to Dave's face, goes, "That's a big ass. <laughs> you got a big ass. Got a big ass. Hey, you don't think about it when you see it, and it would not out. But then, yeah, I got a big ass. <laughs> and I saw Dave's eyes just like, I saw him like just like pass out." <laughs> Speaking of asses, <laughs> uh, speaking of asses, and this was something I literally thought of today, Joe, and I didn't even put this, uh, just put, put connect the dots that I was seeing you tonight, but I put on, uh, I put on some underwear, I felt my ass, and I was like, I, I think I'm like Joe Firestone in that I don't oh. have an ass either. Joe has a joke in her, in her half hour about her not having a, a butt, okay, which, yeah. which I don't think is necessarily true. I don't have a butt. I don't think it's like a flat. I don't think it's it a straight a drop. It's no, a it's flat, not. And then my legs indent. So like that's <laughs> how you know. But the indent, the indent means that there's something there. No, it's like the residue from my back. <laughs> like the back extends, oh, and no. maybe it's a some kind of tail <laughs> memory, <laughs> and then it goes. It's like tail a. Memory. It's like a cliff that goes into the. Oh my like, god! I don't. I don't think so. Like I have two dimensions to my body, and it's back and leg, <laughs> and there's. But I'm sorry that you don't have a butt. It's really, uh, it's butts are in right now. How do you deal with it? I don't know. I was thinking about getting those <laughs> pants that, um, not your mama's jeans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't your mama's jeans. These aren't your flat ass mama's <laughs> jeans. Let me tell you. You know I mean, your mom with that flat ass and her stupid jeans? Is These there, aren't those. Is there padding? <laughs> yeah, I think it's like um, the way it's stitched. It's like really tight, you know, mm, in some places. Not like your mom. <laughs> And loose ass dumb stitches. <laughs> I feel like it must press the cheeks apart. Like there must no. be a lot of so fabric. You get, so you do silent farts. <laughs> yes. We all know the trick. That's never worked for you me. You pull them apart and it's just like a fucking No, but ghost. If, you're, if you're trying to uh, be discreet and fart silently, why would you take your both of your hands and pull apart your butt. <laughs> I don't know. I do, I do it literally all the do that day. No, where? That's why no one ever hears me. But where are you? Are you in public? Yeah. In front, in front of crowds of thousands. You don't 
take your hands and ply your butt cheeks. I do. I, I, I do. No, no, you don't. When I'm at work, I go, hold on, everyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you sing, but you won't fart. So it's very clear you're farting no matter what. No. <laughs> um, no, I don't think it's clear. I think I get away with it each time. But yeah, it's, but Matt's also working with different equipment. Matt has a very, I would say, um, globular ass. I've, I think I've seen it it's on Instagram. Globe. Yes. You're out of your Have goddamn mind. <laughs> Have I shown it on Instagram? I, I think you've taken almost nude pictures. I've yes. taken some almost nude pictures, not because of like a vain thing, because I think it's funny. It's very yes. funny. You're, you really do do the funny, because it's funny, like, sexy. Because it's also like, yeah, he's like, it's like this is a good picture. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's also like. You know, he knows. He knew he had a good picture before. Ah! This is for us. You I know? think that, yeah. This is for us. Globular does like, not sound like a good thing, but I'll take it. Like globes. Like a like little, a globe. like a little, it's honestly, you it's, go, it's well, not not there. I will say this is a new, this is, this is new lexicon for the, for the listeners out there. Matt famously refers to his ass as his world. No, my whole is my world. His whole is his like world. Like, if you're ever going to show someone, if you're, if anyone ever is going to go down there and, yeah. you know, see it or yeah. do things to it, I yeah. say, you show them your world. He goes, you invite them into your he world. He really or, does. Yeah, or he'll say, um, I'm about to show you my world. Yeah. And then I'll simply <laughs> raise my legs high. <laughs> Like Simply. Lady Liberty holds a torch and uh, spread them wide. Hold on, and... hold on. You got you're holding your leg like so up <laughs> in the right hand. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yes, he's doing well, it now. Oh, he's doing it now. It really um, does look like Lady Liberty. <laughs> it's beautiful. But what if it's slowly turning Give into me green your metal? Poor, green your metal. huddled asses. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> your poor, your huddled asses. asses. It's like such a shock <laughs> that that would be the next word. Uh, that's what it says, really. No one's actually looked at her You're little right. book. Her little book. Everyone's her like, little, that's what it says on her little book. Her little black book. <laughs> her little black book. Who do you think is in the Statue of Liberty's little black book? Carrie and all the guys she slept with. Yeah. Oh. Who, 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 who. You know, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas I think she Jefferson. fucked the Stonehenges. <laughs> I think she fucked the Colossus of Rhodes. Oh, no, Mount Rushmore boys. Ooh. She fucked uh, the Rio de Janeiro Jesus. <laughs> I just, I just want to listen. I want to listen to Joe just talk in, in 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 this masculine accent. The shiny Andy Warhol. Oh, <laughs> the shiny. <laughs> she fucked uh, the Easter Island guys. Oh. The, those horses, the, the big heads. Those horses at Eastern Parkway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she fucked up. What horses on Eastern Parkway? There are, you know, those. Um, By the Brooklyn Museum? Yeah, and it's like that big arch. Yes. Oh, then, yes, the Grand Army Plaza. Mm-hmm. Of course. I'm so sorry. You know who she fucked? Everyone on Rushmore but Teddy Roosevelt because she was uh, like, why well, are you up there? Uh, <gasps> no. Uh, because the sculptor <laughs> wanted to show off that they could do glasses. Wow. Yes. Okay, special yes. skills. There you go. Plucker. You gotta, gotta make um, Joe, <laughs> I think I think you are really um Amazing. Amazing uh, and you're showing America the breadth of of the characters that we see in real life. What? Um, such as Betsy, uh, Miss Backup Ohio. Tell us Miss Backup Ohio. Tell us what goes into <laughs> everyday life 
What goes into making these people come to life? Yeah, talk about that. Well, you get uh, like one hour um, <laughs> <laughs> before you know it's happening. Yes. And then uh, that hour is spent in makeup. So oh, um, no. by, by the time you get out there, it's really just exploring. Oh, well. It's exploring and heightening. But it's successful exploration and heightening. It's, it's sometimes it's it's like a very, it feels like it. um like you wrote, uh, like it feels like someone uh, did a TV. Sh- it's like what you would imagine, like working at a late night show. Is you're just like, oh, and then you just get in makeup, and then you run on stage, and then you're like, oh, that's what it but is. That's actually like, what it is. It, it really is. Makes it not. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. So you were enjoying working there? Yeah, it's a hard job, but I, I, you know, I don't really sleep very much. No, mm-hmm. Joe. But apart from that, it's okay. They have a hail and hearty soup in the basement. I and love that. Do you have you had the tortellini florentine? No. Yes, oh my god! Good. I need to. Good. I need to try that. Is that a staple? It's an everyday. No, no. Oh, it's not. Okay. Well, I get email blasts from them whenever they have my favorite flavors. Oh my god. <laughs> And so I got an email from them today, and they were flirting with me because they said it was tortellini, but it had mushrooms in it, and oh. I knew they were being bad. <laughs> and yeah. that, did that did that make you say I really want to go, or no. you didn't want mushrooms? Are the, the deal breaker? No, I don't, I don't mind mushrooms because I put it on my list. But um, <laughs> that's true. You did put it on the list. You I, did ask for it. I did. <laughs> I did. I do feel uh, like I said to myself, "The large isn't large enough," and I thought <laughs> that's so. <laughs> fucking stupid that yeah. I get mad about a soup. <laughs> no, I get mad about soup all I the time. I hate that I'm going to that soup place it's so okay. much. It's okay, no. Yeah, but it's good. It, and also, it's like, isn't it healthier? No. No. Uh. Um, But the cream of tomato, my favorite is the cream of tomato with chicken and orzo. <laughs> oh. And what do you get, Joe? Do you get the seven dose sour, sour grain? Uh, seven Sa- dose seven Sour grain. grain. Seven grain. Seven grain. Sour, sour time. Or sourdough. Crabs. Time passes. Back and forth. Sours. Forth and back. Sour. Sour. It's the seven grain sourdough or crackers. I got it. Sour grub. <laughs> Sour grub. T- Sour grub. Today I had four halves of cupcakes. So two. Yep. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go to the soup place. I guess I'll have Do you know what I always get when I go to Hill and Hardy? Hmm. The seafood chowder. Oh. Okay. The lobster bisque. Yeah. That's expensive. It People is expensive. Like- it's sometimes upwards of $11. What? Yeah. No, I got the big one too. Oh, the big one. Because I have a big stomach turned into a dick at night. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight, precisely. All no. that lobster bisque. Yeah, it's all that lobster bisque. Night. Hey, why you got such a big ass <laughs> stomach and a little body with a globular ass? Well, if you must know, my big ass tummy turns into a cock at night, <laughs> and then I lift up my legs to the sky like Lady Liberty, her goddamn <laughs> self, and show my world. Can you? Imagine my fucking own belly somebody. dick. You're in somebody. You're in somebody yeah. else, and you're like, "This used to be my belly." <laughs> <laughs> and they go, "And in just moments, it's gonna turn back." <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, let me come. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's so. No! It's a, and and the, and your your old boss or your whatever that guy that that chef. Mm-hmm. He's saying it as if the belly is the is like the carriage is like and the dick is the pumpkin do you know what I'm saying <laughs> like the belly is like the dress it's possible <laughs> but do, do, do you guys know what I'm trying to say it's like yes. the belly is not the curse the belly is the, no. the, the spell he yeah. was clearly <laughs> horrified and put on the spot and honestly objectified physically yes. 
<laughs> like, he might have been a nightmare to work with, but he no, was being cruelly, was, cruelly addressed. He was put in a bad situation. I do, <laughs> I remember that was like the only job, the only time I've been ever like sexually harassed. Oh. But it was, this guy Ugh. kept saying I looked like, who's the woman that's in SeaWorld? Um, so what? <laughs> <laughs> Someone, Which woman? Who's the, she's really politically active. She was like five years ago. She like doesn't have any hair. Oh, she was in League, League of Our Own. She's she in was, SeaWorld? She's a sister. What's SeaWorld? Wait, oh, Waterworld. You're talking Why? about... Um, oh, God. No, I don't think it... Wait, Lori Petty? Yes. And they'd be like, girl, you look like Lori Petty. <laughs> girl, that you is look harassment. like Lori Petty. <laughs> Young Lori Petty? The scrappy one from Little League, League of Their Own? The little sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, little. Um, she was annoying. Yeah. What's her name in the movie? Kit? Oh, Kit. Kit. Yeah. Do you know that that baseball stadium is still intact? What? It's perfectly intact because the mayor of that town was like, you got to make it built to last. <gasps> it didn't used to be my playground. It still is. Rockford. But now, but now the Rockford Peaches are a cheerleading team for the boys' baseball. No. Oh, that's horrible. Oh. I honestly think, oh, my God, option this. Make a fucking reboot where the cheerleaders want to play the, the plan of play. Yeah. I don't know. I, guys, option I'm this. Option this. Is that that should be a new that should be a new segment on the show. Oh. Option this. Option this. That's it, good. That's what got her on the fucking tonight show. Mm-hmm. I know. There yeah. you go. These, the a, segments. It's a crazy bit called Option This with Jimmy Fallon where Jimmy he goes option this and <laughs> and he chooses a choice. Joe, I just got I get you know what Love that. Joe can just toss off these premises and they're gold and but it's oh, like yeah. it's it's like she doesn't Meanwhile, fucking Meanwhile, us we got one fucking bit. I don't think so, honey. We got one fucking bit. Don't you dare. They're going to put it on our goddamn don't gravestone. You don't just, you dare. Don't you dare. Both what? of us are going to die together don't at the you? same I don't know. time. I just, um. I think it would yeah. be really hard. I really don't think either of you should die first. I think you should we die. We have to die together. We have to die you together. You have to die together. And you know what? I think it's time. I think, I don't think so, honey. I think this this might be the last one. What? This is going to be the this last one. This is it. One. I think what? after this, we're going to die. We're going to die and the Well, bit. they'll come up with a backup. <laughs> <laughs> Please, just come up with a backup. Fans, no, what would you do? I want to I pose a question <laughs> to, the, to the listeners. What would the listeners do? Would you, would you do anything to keep I Don't Think So Honey alive? <laughs> anything? What would I'm, you do for us? What's in it for us? Oh, please do don't. Do you think that they would continue the Las Culturistas brand? No. With, oh, I mean, you're trying to... If we died, I'm talking about HPJ. Oh, H- Hot Producer Joe, You think, I think he would cast two people that looked and sounded like us yes. to keep going? Why do they need to look like you? Because he wants to it's, fool them. He wants <laughs> okay. to fool them with He visuals. wants everyone to... He thinks that they're all dumb, the listeners. Right, right, right. You can you can't fool someone with your voice, but you can fool someone with their looks. Or no, that's the other way around. Yeah, it's the other way around. But you know what? It's fine because <laughs> listeners because our listeners are also fucking dumb. Guys, come they, on. They, they're so Guys, dumb. Don't. Hey, I'm just gonna say this to you on the side. Our listeners are freaking dumb. Hey, right? listen, man, you don't want to switch that. switch us out. They don't fucking know it all. So dumb. You half don't of them. S- come on. Let me tell you something. About half of them. Half of them. What? Half of them. <laughs> Education. <laughs> Half grade of education. your listeners have a fifth grade education. They all like, they like Demi Lovato. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They fucking so stupid. They think all this matters. This culture. They got a so fifth grade stupid. education and a sixth grade and a seventh grade <laughs> and a college. Okay. Yeah. And I can't college. dare you. Oh, option this: a seventh grader who goes <laughs> straight to college. <laughs> It's a perfect day. Okay, 
So the Emmys happened. Yes. Oh yes. And, well, and so they were lovely. At the time of recording this, we're recording this right after the Emmys happened. Isn't I it have, crazy that you like all of your friends get are, dressed up? Th- it's amazing. On your Instagram, you're like, oh my god, I all of a sudden. Even if you don't, you're not friends with them. Exactly. You're like, you wait spoke. a minute, my friends are at the Emmys. Can I tell you my favorite bit that's happening right now, though? Annie, Annie Donnelly is ripping everyone apart for what they wore. <laughs> Annie Donnelly is doing fashion police on her Instagram for all of the, all of the people who went to the Emmys, and she is really taking no <laughs> <She's> prisoners. Just <laughs> telling everyone they look bad. <laughs> of course, she's Annie Donnelly, villain of the Last Country Is This podcast, said, I don't think so, honey, Bowen and Matt. Oh. On our live show. Right, on our, I don't think so, honey, 2.0. This is this is this is one oh of the Annie's burns from her fashion police for the Emmy. She goes, Mitra Juhari. <laughs> oh yeah, a little choker, little goth girl. Well you look like a fucking goth girl. <laughs> Which is like almost not a burn at all, but you know what? In Annie's voice, anything is. Anything is. Oh now I think is it time? For my virginity story? Yeah, wait. Oh yes. That wasn't part of the plan, but I will tell it. No, well... I lost my virginity <laughs> to the owner of a clam bar that I worked at in high school. He texted me a lot over the school year preceding. Mm. When I was a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. I was slowly considering coming out. Mm-hmm. And he took my V-card over the summer. On a boat? And it, not on a boat. Oh, okay. That was later. Okay. Um, he took my V-card in a bed. Oh. And um, I'll tell you what. I'd be working at the cash register downstairs getting making coffee for guests, and he would call down and say, hey, can you send Matt Rogers up with a coffee for me? And every waitress in the restaurant wouldn't know what that means. And I would Aww. go right up there, 19-year-old me, and he was 29. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I would not have done that. Yeah, that's okay. But the boat story is, I told him I didn't want to hook up with him anymore. He said, okay, we'll just be friends. He's like, let's go out on the boat. This weekend, oh. we went out into the Long Island Sound, and he anchored the boat. No, and he said we're gonna hook up, and I was no. like, I don't want to do that. So that's actually a shitty story. Yeah, that's and really messed up. It is messed up, and I did it like essentially, I like gave consent to it. Yeah, but like, but, but I, then, but like, I didn't realize until years later that how fucked up that was. That's oh. and especially to a nineteen-year-old. Yeah. God. Oh, where is he now? Oh, where is Still he Still there. Still there? Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. All right, well. That's bad it's, it, No, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, bad. that's bad. But the thing is, like, and I didn't even realize it was bad until years I, later. An anchor. That's, okay. that's like the physical, like, you're staying put. Because yeah. like, what was I going to do? Literally jump into the Long Island Sound? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Matt. It was oh, so I'm shitty. So and I actually didn't tell anyone about that until, like, last year. What, yeah. I believe, like, it was, like, a... It was, like, very much not a moment for me. Like, the social media movement of everyone sharing their kind of stories and everything like that. But I told yeah. Henry, I was like, you know, just so you know, like, I feel like I didn't, I kind of didn't realize, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, this yeah, happened. Yeah. But this totally happened. Um, uh, I mean, and I brought up, I, I asked you to bring it. I brought up the boat thing. No, honestly, I was sharing it as a lighthearted story. And then I was like, and I sometimes say the boat thing. And I don't really get into what happened on the yeah, boat. Yeah. But that did happen. You know what we get, and it re- happens. I think to so many people. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like those situations of like, you did it, but you didn't give consent, even though you c- technically like didn't do it. Dragging your feet. You know but what the, I mean? The like the thing is, is that you would never do that to someone else. No. 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 And I, I think it's like to. The, I just wonder what those people think. Like, what, what is that guy thinking? Is he just like? 
Does that weigh on him at all? I yeah. think he thought it was like flirty and fun. But, but I not. had made it clear that I didn't want to do that anymore. anymore. You didn't want to do that That's not a friend. Oh. Yeah, no, it was really uh, even if I shitty. Just, even if I like took you out to sea and put an anchor down, yeah. and we're not going to have sex, even if I was just like, let's just sit here for a while, and you're like, I want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, let's just sit here for a while. You'd uh. be like, this fucking crazy bitch needs to get out of my life. <laughs> yeah, this you is, know what I mean? It was crazy. Wow. It was crazy. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the like, relationship was like back on. Ah. Uh, and because uh, I was like, well, I mean, like, I guess it's going to happen regardless. But this is these are things that you don't realize. That's like a 19 year old who, not for nothing, but lives in Long Island where the patriarchy is super solid. And I mean that not only just as men have control over women, but like older men have control over right. younger men. And, you know, he was my boss. Ugh. So there was so much going into it that was like weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a fucked up story. That's very but I didn't know up. I was gonna just share. But look, <laughs> I was saying I was saying we get but real. Did, did we, you get rid of him when you went to college? Yeah, uh, yes. And then uh, he was very upset about that because he was like, "So what? You have no time for me anymore?" Like, because I I had decided that when I went back to school, I would come out of the closet and like uh, transfer to Tisch at NYU and like try to. Um, you know, pursue comedy finally, and I was gonna like really try to become who I was, and he like that was like such a bad thing. Ugh. He was like, "So what? You're not gonna come back and work here over the summer anymore? And like, we're not gonna be friends? And like, you know, I'm just gonna sit here and work at this place forever, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera." And it was kind of like, yeah, and uh, he is gonna work there. Forever. Now looking back on it, he's like very much a Trump supporter. And this, no. I think, is a common thread with a lot of those people is they're angry about them, their lives and how they've turned out and they feel very trapped situationally yeah. and they're looking for someone to blame and it's or that they've politics in general and they think a change up there is going to like change their lives right. and they're just, they're obsessed with being the victim. Or they're, you know, they've sexually assaulted people and they identify with Ugh. that as a, you know, whatever. Um, is that, I feel like that kind of, like, it's also like that's... You're 19 years old. He's 29 years. He mm-hmm. has. You have no. You have no. You don't have to dictate his life. No. Well, yeah. Like, oh. He can do whatever he wants, and to be like, no, you're not. You're just gonna leave me. Ugh. That's kind of manipulative. It was so weird and manipulative. And I remember at one point, like, I, when I knew it had to end, was there was like the real owner of the restaurant who was his father, and he had like a much younger girlfriend who was like 16 or 17 young- years younger than him, and mm-hmm. she was like the manager of the restaurant, and she was always very unhappy, and you know, it just wasn't a good, it was very negative atmosphere. And she looked at me one day, and she was like, I just know that you and so-and-so are gonna fall in love, and you're just gonna, you guys are gonna be just like me and my boyfriend. As and like I was an aspirational like, thing? And I was like, oh my God, I have to get the fuck out of here. Yes. I was like, I cannot do this. No. I was like, this is horrifying. And also, you know what else sucks is you can't tell anyone about it when it happens because uh. you're closeted. And I think he knew, and it's your that, your work, and it was my job. And everyone that, and honestly, if I had said something to my coworkers, they would have just been like, "Oh my god, that's so crazy." They, they, no one knew that it was like no one was had the like. Especially out there and at that time, like there was no like way to express like I think I was like sexually assaulted or taken advantage of. Like it was not like that. It was like, ooh, it, it sounds hot or ooh, I guess you guys are back on or ugh, men. Right. And also, you know, when that grabbing by the pussy stuff came out, that group of people were all like, Come on, this is just how men talk. Ugh. This is ridiculous. This is how men talk. Crooked Hillary, blah blah blah. And I was like, 
you know what? Maybe you guys need some better men in your lives. Yeah. And yeah. that's nationwide. People didn't give a fuck about yeah. that because that's the kind of men that, that, they're used. that are out there. Realize how many times I've heard that expression, grab them by the pussy. And I, just, it's, I like, hasn't been a visual for a while. Mm-hmm. It just became a visual. <laughs> just just <Yeah>. hands. <laughs> I mean, it's a horrible visual and it's just. Oh, it's horrible. But isn't, yeah, isn't that awful? Like a combination of words that actually makes no sense. Like, No. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but like, it, I think it does. I think he would do it. I think he would do it, but it's like, <laughs> but like, I mean, that's the thing where you really have to put the the Lady Liberty's legs up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's he's <laughs> say, he's saying that as if like women are aroused by that. You no, know, it's I just, think that that does that is the kind of thing that arouses gas. <laughs> I think that that if you are surprised <laughs> in that way, it does release the the bowels. You yes you. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, that's insane. You spread the cheeks. <laughs> spread the cheeks. Grab. Silent uh-huh. fart. Yeah. Grab Donald, him by the world. Donald Trump. No, Grab, that was awful. This do, you think, do you think that you would be more likely, if you saw Donald Trump, to, like, um, to, like, do something? Would you fart in him? Okay. Um, I would go into a catatonic state. So here's what happened. <laughs> um, but so Bowen's been in the same. So no. he walked past me. I went to I went to the taping of his uh, SNL episode two yep. years ago. And uh, okay, well, first I should start off. So Sudi invited me. To, Sudi invite had me and Becky Shaquan and Sam Reese as her guests, and we all go. And then good we, group. We go great group, and then we all go out afterwards to where the after party is, and we're we're, we're some of the first people there. And then that show, that episode, Ivanka had a walk on during one of the sketches, and no one applauded for her. She had her one line. She it's like a prompter mistake. Prompter mistake. Like I don't think the applause thing went up. Yeah, exactly. So people didn't applaud for her, and I th- and Sudi was like, "Oh, that sucks." Like I I kind of feel bad about that, and we were like, "Yeah, I guess so." Um, and and so uh, and this was before you could really just like pin that on Ev- uh, pin all this shit on Ivanka. Too At the time, like, she had our sympathy. In a way, yes. Yeah. Um, and so uh, so then the four of us go to this after party restaurant, and we're just sitting there eating, uh, drinking, uh, and then. Uh, who should walk in but Ivanka. And Ivanka walks in and she just announced her pregnancy like two weeks before I had seen. So she walks in and then we were pretty, we were all pretty hammered at this point. So we go, ah, oh, yes, Ivanka! <laughs> like we were her fucking best idiot girlfriend idiots. And then we're just like waving her down and then she turns, sees us, clocks us, and then like smiles and waves at us as if she like recognized us or something and like, she came over and she walked over and it's like <laughs> oh like you're so used to this you're yeah. so used to doing performatively doing this oh so she God. walks over to us she goes hi how are you great to see you and we were like <laughs> oh. hi Ivanka we were like we were no. like we were like great job tonight you were so fun in the episode and she goes okay. and she literally said well, thanks so much. I mean, SNL, what a dream come true. Am I right? And we were like, yeah. And then I Ew. went just hammered at this point. I go, and and then I, I rub my belly. I go, and congratulations. Oh, and she goes, no. <laughs> this is insane. And we fucking like gabbed with her. And she was like, thank you so much. We're so like, she goes, Jared and I are so excited. No. You didn't know he was a little robot boy. Man. No. We didn't, you, know, you, you, hadn't, you hadn't really seen Jared at, at that point. And so she said that. And then she like. We like exchanged a couple more pleasantries, and then she's Insane. like, and then she's like, well, um, well, I've got to go back to my section, but it was great talking to you guys. Have a great night, okay? And we were like, bye. And then genuinely, I was like, wow, um, I know her dad's a piece of shit, but I 
I'm really genuinely starstruck. And I kind of was for was that Was she night. gorgeous in person? She, she was fine in person. Um, just this towering bird. And then, <laughs> so then fucking Bill O'Reilly shows up too, and that was insane. But, oh. then, but then I'm drunk, and then um, I'm close to the bar, which is close to the door. And then towards the end of the night, at this point, Donald's leaving. And everyone's just like, oh, make way, like, like Trump is leaving. And so I like step out. Um, I step out of the way and he walks by me and in that moment I was like he's a foot away from me like uh. I mean I had that thing where it was just like <laughs> I mean I mean that this you is insane. could do it I could I could do something I could like I could like fart or like scream <laughs> or something and like I could be that insane person but then you know I've never I've never told anybody this before you know what I did what I said again drunk I go great show tonight <laughs> Oh no! And he goes, didn't didn't look at me. He just waved and said, "Yeah, thank you." And then walked out. And then Bill O'Reilly was right behind him. And then I walked right. Uh, uh, I walked out and right. Bill after O'Reilly Bill stopped O'Reilly. and was like, "Hi, great <laughs> to see you." <laughs> I, well, SNL, what a dream come true! Am I right? <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, Jared and I are so excited. <laughs> I I'm fully I'm filled with shame that I complimented Donald Trump on his SNL episode, and that is a true fact, and I will never live that down. Wow. I, I don't think, uh, as far as the media is concerned, you've done the worst thing by any means. I also don't think he even listened to you. He didn't, didn't, didn't acknowledge my existence. He wouldn't remember you, I don't think. But no, I'm just saying, it's the, it's the thing. It's, <laughs> thank you. It's the thing of, like, if you could go back in time and, like, do the kill Hitler, not saying I would have killed him, killed Trump, but it's I just don't like. I Bowen, watch out. Um, but it's like, it's like. Oh, in this moment, in this moment in time when I was when I was that close to him, what I chose to do was to compliment him. Insane. <laughs> anyway. I, I mean, I do think that there is that thing where it's like, what do you actually do when you're with, with like, you know? And, yeah. like, I don't, I yeah. think at that point people knew how bad he was, but people didn't think he was going to right. win. Win anything. He was, right. he was still, still in the primaries, he was, right? That was still early in the yeah. primaries, and, you know. He was still if, one of 16. Yeah, and. That's, it's like. It's like seeing the Babadook before you see the movie. Uh-huh. You know, you're, you're just like, like well, see the drawing. Little you're cartoon. Like, I'm a little drawing. Yeah. And then you like watch the movie and then you're like, oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh the country God. just hadn't, not most of the country hadn't seen hadn't the movie. Hadn't seen the movie. Some you're of them so had right. been to Toronto, but not <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, you know, Toronto, which actually just happened. Toronto just happened. Just it just happened. happened. Just happened. It did. And, it did. And it James did. Franco did very well. James Franco did very well, and the, the Lady Gaga documentary did very well. Did you really? hear what won the audience <laughs> award? This is actually kind of interesting. What? What did? It's called Three Billboards in oh, Ebbing, yes. Missouri. It's a Francis McDormand movie. It looks great. Written by Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's Phenom. really moving and great. Martin McDonough wrote what else? Uh, in Bruges. Oh, fun yes, movie. yes, 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 yes. Fun. Here it's fun stuff. <laughs> yes, He's I a playwright. Him, I got him mixed up with, who did The Pillow Man? Hmm. Martin McDonough? It was. Oh, HPJ oh. says. H- so producer Joe. not quite as fun. Not right, quite as fun. Right, well, right. Then that just shows you he has, he has range. He has range. He has you know range. who's so fun? Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> oh, she's so fun. She's starting she a writes. new thing. On that, yeah. She's moving to Netflix. Wait, do you know, wait, did you know that, uh, uh, you, you guys like to watch Moonstruck? I've, I've never s- seen Moonstruck. I've seen, I saw it when I was very young. I don't it remember it. It is such a good movie. Yes, I remember it's it. It's such a good movie. Well, uh, that it was fun. Yes, it I'm sorry. It makes you so happy. Mm-hmm. Cher is really good in it. Cher mm-hmm. might be the best one in it, and there's a lot of really good people. Yeah, Oscar. And it, it's written by a playwright. Who wrote it? Oh, John Patrick Shanley. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, and he also wrote Doubt. Yes, but it's really good. I really recommend you watch Moonstruck. I, I got Moonstruck. and then listen to that a little cultural tip. Watch Moonstruck, watch Moonstruck everyone, it's and we'll really all funny. report back. It's really funny. There's an Italian grandpa who has five dogs. Oh my it's, god, that sounds so hilarious. Good, there's so many good parts. Snap out of it, of Snap course. Snap out of it, of course. You know, you've seen it. It's, you've seen it. You love it. It's so good. Cher Cher is the best one of the the of the you know pantheon of divas. She's in my really good at everything. Everything. Yeah, she's very good. and she's funny. Oh. And good at Twitter. Oh yeah, she's. You very, guys, except I, she's really bad at putting emojis in the middle of words and also yeah, weird no, capitals. No. She doesn't I, necessarily know what's going that's on. That's why we love her. Okay, it's time to move on to I don't think so, honey. Now, if you listen to the show, you know this segment. If you are just listening to the show for the first time, you picked a really good one. It's very good. Yeah, and it's our it's our segment where we take one minute to rail against culture. Um, we are. So mad about these things, oh. and it's time to take one minute to say how just how mad. Yes. Um. Now, Matt, you said you have something. I do have something. Okay. Okay. I don't know where go. it will go, but I know what it is. So then I'll put one minute on the clock, and Matt, I can't wait to see what you have. Okay. This is Matt Rogers's. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Woman on the train who locked eyes with me after two <laughs> other women kissed and rolled her eyes. <laughs> Let me tell you something, honey. You picked the wrong bitch. I don't know what it was about me that gave you the impression that I was going to share a homophobic moment with you, honey, but I don't think so, honey, because guess what? I'm a homosexual, man, and I will look at you dead back in your eyes, which you've rolled, and I'll tell you with my gaze... 30 seconds. That you can't come for the gays. Oh. And I can't believe you. And I think Word I play. shamed her adequately. Yes. But uh, you're in New York, honey. Ugh. You're just going to pick someone and roll your goddamn eyes, like <laughs> expecting that any old person is going to be agreeing seconds. with you. These were two beautiful lesbians, honey. Ugh. And they loved each other. They were a beautiful biracial couple. Mm. And I love that. Five and seconds. guess what? Maybe it was that that made the woman a little irritated. Oh. But yeah. I don't know. All I know is, honey, you need to get it together. That's one minute. Oh my god, that's so oh, upsetting. That was so good. She rolled her eyes and looked at me head. like, "Can you believe this shit?" Oh. And I was like, "Yeah, get out of here." <laughs> that's 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 great. That's really good. Um, okay. Bowen Yang's. I don't think so, honey. Um, hold on, hold on. Wait, do I have to do one? Yeah. You okay. Do. Cool. Okay. okay great. Do, right. Actually. Okay. Um, yeah, here we go. All right, here we go. Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. Time starts now. I Don't Think So, Honey. Uniqlo black runner jeans that are supposed to stretch to fit. They tore at the fucking thigh, pelvis, groin area within two weeks, bitch. I Don't Think So, Honey. These little, I, I can say this, these little Chinese children making my pants. And Fuck I, them. And I Don't Think So, Honey, myself for buying into that and, 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 you know, supporting that horrible, oppressive structure an institution myself. I don't think so, honey, though. These pants... 30 seconds. ...were supposed to last me for a many, many, many days of work, of auditions, of all purposes, really. I don't think so, honey, for them, for them not being there for me when I needed them most. For them, I, I invested time. 15 I seconds. I had them tailored to my leg height. I have short <laughs> legs, bitch, and I needed to wait an extra day to give them to Uniqlo to have the adjustments made, Five honey. seconds. And I don't think so, honey, these pants! I don't think so, honey, for not being dependable! One that's, minute. That's my minute. Oh Bone my Yang on pants. Oh, so many layers. There's a lot going on there, and yeah. I can... 
my my gift is to be able to connect all those dots gracefully. Both, both of yours had a lot of layers. Thank you, Joe. And yeah. they provoke conversations. And we hope people will converse with us. And we hope Joe's, I don't think so, honey, gets well, all the well, people talking. We <laughs> hope it really lives up to what she's seen here. Not gonna live up to it at all, so, Joe. You. Okay. This is gonna be one of the best. Okay. What was your I don't think so, honey, in the live show? Memes. Memes. <laughs> Anyone Memes. ever call them maymays? Maymays. Maymays. Yes. And I think we should. The, Joe, are you ready? Yeah. This is Joe Firestones. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Uh, why can't you eat egg salad and tuna salad in public? Yeah. <laughs> why can't no. you? They sell it. Why you gotta go home to eat it? It's too stinky. I don't know what it smells like tuna. It smells like egg. We all know what that smells like. I think it's fucked oh. up. There's a social stigma against two of the main three cold salads. The only other cold salad that we have left is chicken salad, and mm. that's not a salad I want to eat. There's also ham salad, but I don't think that's sold in stores. In <laughs> 30 seconds. I just feel like it's weird that you'd get dirty looks if you ate that in a room of people. People get mad at you. And that's another option. They have that at the deli. If they didn't sell it, people obviously are buying it. And where are they eating it? 15 seconds. Where are they eating it if not in work? Where are they eating it? Are they eating it at home? It's too embarrassing. I don't know why. I can't. I tried to eat egg salad once on a subway and I almost got kicked out. Doors are closing. Stand clear. And that's one minute. Wow. Joe. I think that's filth. You're disgusting. Joe, why would you eat chicken salad? I'm obsessed with chicken salad. Okay, well, but what about tuna salad? Tuna it salad smells I like a tuna. <laughs> Egg salad, I've I haven't come across it enough it to like make it. It's egg. at every deli. It's at every deli. Have you it smells like an egg. It smells like a egg. <laughs> Wait, can I like- say something? My nephew is like He's three and he's really cute. He, he like has a really weird way of speaking, and uh, he's like really specific about his words because he's like learning them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And my 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 sister in law was like, uh, "Sammy, what do you want to eat for breakfast?" And he goes, "Egg." <laughs> and then she goes, egg. "How many eggs do you want? You want one egg or two eggs?" And he goes. One egg. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You knew what he wanted. You knew what he wanted. <laughs> he communicated it <laughs> really learning. well indeed. Very well indeed. One egg. I think <laughs> this trifecta of the salads, the cold salads, chicken wins out. Chicken wins out. You should try chicken salad. Okay, I've tried it. They have really good chicken salad at Trader Joe's called Wine Country Chicken Salad. Uh-huh. And it's with raisins. Oh. Um delicious delicious mayonnaise and blends of spices and and seasonings different kinds of mayonnaise no i mean like they seasoned the mayonnaise in such a way that's very good i never heard it pluralized mayonnaises absolutely joe mayonnaise mayonnaise (laughs) do you like like, do you like cold salads um i love tuna fish (laughs) and i will frequently enjoy tuna salad if there's not just the tuna fish okay you eat Mm-hmm. Out of the well, can. I take it out of the can. I put it in a nice bowl. I mix in some mayo and some mustard, and I'll eat it with a fork. Oh, so you make your own? Well, that's tuna salad. I make tuna. Okay, but that's, no, but that's tuna, tuna salad. Tuna? By itself. No, but you mix. It's not by itself. No, it has some mustard no. and mayo. Tuna salad, you need a little bit of greens in it, honey. Uh-uh. No, that's not no. true. That makes it in a salad. <laughs> by definition, a salad has greens. But but this by definition, this conversation is tragical. 
<laughs> I think the title of this episode is Tragical. <laughs> Tragical. <laughs> or what was the song called? Bitches and uh, Bitches at the Beach. Bitches, uh, bitch at the beach. Bitch at the beach. I think it should be tragical. Tragical. Bitch at the beach. We really didn't get past the chorus. No. Yeah. It's true. All right. I feel like I've been really shot down um, multiple times. What? Say something and we'll encourage you. I think the title of this episode should be Bitch at the Beach. No. Yeah, okay. Know. You know what? That's fair. Say something else. <laughs> I, my, did I talk about this last episode? My bowels are still, I started taking probiotics today. Yeah. They haven't done it. They yeah. They're not doing it. Oh, do you have bad bowels? The worst they've ever been. I've had explosive diarrhea since I moved to New York. Joe, oh, I'm so sorry. It's something I'm used to. Yeah. And um, I think that it's just kind of becomes part of your routine. But you know, I've been talking about this. Mm. Usually when I have my diarrhea afterwards, you feel so much better. N- maybe, no. not necessarily. Th- this These past two weeks, I've had to go at least twice consecutively within 10 minutes. And then you're exhausted. And you're exhausted and you feel like there's a demon inside your bowels. Yeah, you gotta, maybe you gotta eat my, I don't know. Well, well you know what? Oh, you I took a nap today after I shat out of my globular world. <laughs> And you know, that, I think that this is this that's is this like, is my journey. That is like Matt just learned all of his favorite words <laughs> and put them all in one sentence. I just took. I'm to- learning words. That was nice. Beautiful. I believe that I will miss Joe. We will miss Joe so much. Oh, I believe I it. had I so much fun too. doing this. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank we you love for you. Having me. This is so fun. Joe, where can people find you? Oh. You're not on social media very much. No. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find her. Guys, I'm Matt Rogers. I'm Bowen Yang. And our episode was with Joe Firestone. Thank you, Forever Dog. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh, our listeners are so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, bet, I, bet, I bet they don't even listen to see what happens they at the end. They got a fifth grade got listening Fifth grade education. Level. Third grade reading level. Couldn't even read the hard Harry Potters. The hard, the what? Are the hard ones? The hard ones. I want everything past uh, the second half of four. Hard crux. <laughs> Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort 
and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets terms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 